Hi, everyone. Welcome to this fireside chat. I'm Haley Evans, and I'm here with Aaron Van Zeeland Schneider. Aaron, how are you today? I'm doing great, Haley. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Um, Aaron, we first met about a year and a half ago in January up in Green Bay, and um, we had a handful of Texans up there who were severely underprepared for that weather, <laughs> but we were uh, greeted by a very warm welcome by the Schneider team. So it's great to see you again, and thanks for sitting down with me. Thank you. We usually recommend that people head here in the summer, but uh, yeah. um, now that we're starting to get past this pandemic, hopefully we get you up here again soon. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. I've heard it's beautiful up there. Um, well, great. Well, uh, the first question I had for you was, uh, you were the recipient of Supply and Demand Chain's Executive's first ever Women in Supply Chain. How did you get into the industry and what makes you stay? <laughs> uh, Haley, I... I uh, was a student at Penn State, and uh, Schneider was coming on campus, and they must not have had enough candidates to interview. So they ended up going through the Hub resume books, and uh, they asked me to come and interview with them. And for me, it was uh, interview practice. I didn't know anything about trucking and transportation and logistics at that point. Um, and uh, from that point, I really did study the company that I was going to be interviewing for, and um, are interviewing with, and I uh, got a real strong appreciation of what we do in logistics. And uh, it, it has been fast and furious since, but uh, I thought I was heading to Hershey um, to be a, a production manager for them post-college. And uh, I had a, a diversion and I couldn't be more grateful that that was the case. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so what do you love about the industry? One, it's vital. <laughs> so yeah, everything that we enjoy other than uh, people and, and relationships gets to us via a truck at some point. So it's completely vital. It's very fast paced. It's incredibly solutions oriented tech, um, tech savvy, tech important, but um, it's really based on relationships. And so seeking to understand what a company is trying to accomplish and then helping bring together um, solutions that help them be successful. And so I, I really have loved how it has evolved and, uh, and really how it critical is to our economy and to people's lives everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I would echo that. I'm, I'm relatively new to the industry. I started at Triumph Pay just about two years ago. And what I found is people are incredibly warm, incredibly helpful and inviting, and everyone just really cares about helping others doing a great job and improving their businesses. I think it's been amazing the the technology we've seen enter the industry over the last couple of years. And people are really passionate about serving their customers well and then serving their carriers well, which is, it's been great as a newcomer to the industry to see that. We're glad you came into the industry, Haley. <laughs> well, thanks. So as someone who's relatively new to this industry, you've held a variety of roles at Schneider. So what advice do you have for someone who wants to grow and advance their career here? Yeah, I think the first uh, thing to understand is when you are looking at coming into an industry or into a company, you want to work for a great company where you can see yourself growing and expanding. Uh, I think you want to look for a company uh, that has people that have all kinds of experience and uh, people that you know would be willing to invest in you. And so I think it's really important to be interviewing the company as much as you're being interviewed. So you can determine, is it a great fit? It, am I able to uh, have a, a prosperous and a fulfilling career? 
um, in this industry and uh, in this business. And uh, that has been uh, the case for me. Uh, but I do think it's really important to be thinking about what is the current state of the company? What's the future vision? And does that align with the kind of work that you want to do and who you'd want to do it with? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one thing that people miss a lot when they go into interviews, right? Like they're so focused on presenting themselves well that they don't really take a step back and think, oh, do I want to spend you know, my, my time here? Do I really see myself here? Is this a good fit for me? And um, I think it's really important to assess as well. Yeah. So, you know, going back to the industry and how it's changed and it's quickly changing in terms of people coming into the industry, technology coming into the industry, how do you think about hiring for your team? Yeah, I, I love this question. I think the most important decision that any leader has is in uh, making a decision to hire a person and hire well. And uh, so this is, we spend a lot of time in recruiting and understanding the candidate pools um, that we have an opportunity to meet with and make sure that we are purposeful and have a plan around what we're looking for, both in its skill sets and experiences and, and those types of things. But even in this, um, I, I think I'll take it a, a little bit different way from a, um, the industry is changing in the demographic of the people that we work with. So it is becoming more diverse and that's a terrific thing. And so from our standpoint, we recognize that we wanna be diverse throughout the organization at every level. And I think in that space, you really wanna make sure that you're purposeful around where you're recruiting, where you're building your um, engagements with colleges or with sources of candidates. And then making sure that you are investing in that person for their full career. And that may be things like, you know, mentorships and sponsors and, and really helping people discover who they are and how you can expand the kinds of engagements that they can be involved in for your organization. Um, I think that that's absolutely critical in the hiring process is that you just don't hire them for this role, but you think about, do I see the skill sets, DNA, trait, and, and calibers that we can use in throughout the organization? And so how do I think about roles as just experiences and delivering results? But it really is a marathon, uh, not a sprint. And so that development is, is ongoing. Yeah, I think you can see that a lot with uh, the individuals I've met at Schneider. I mean, people have worked there for five, 10, 20 years. So you almost be doing something right in terms of, of keeping your people and growing your people with your culture. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, great. So I wanted to move on and talk with you a little bit about technology. Um, it's no secret to the industry, you're a champion of technology and you've been the driving source of tech, um, technological advances at Schneider. So where do you think that technology can continue to drive the industry to better serve your customers and carriers? <laughs> I well, from Schneider's standpoint, uh, Schneider is and has forever been really a tech and digital powerhouse. We're deeply committed um, to the engineering, automation, the intelligence that we can have um, in really how we bring capability to bear. We've been in business now over 85 years and uh, we have a broad portfolio of services and we recognize that. Um, relationships and people are critical, but you can really uh, expand and create a differentiated, seamless experience if you back up that relationship with technology and information and insight. So we've been deeply invested in tech, 
deeply invested in relationships with tech leaders um, in other areas of our uh, industry and really bringing together the full experience so that shippers can get a great benefit in working with Schneider and carriers can, can have um, a terrific experience working with Schneider. And so it doesn't all have to be done here. Uh, we really like to bring together the full ecosystem, really focused on value delivery for both shippers and carriers. Yeah, great. So as someone, like I said, new to the industry and working for a company that's new to the industry, um, that's something that we've definitely been trying to focus on these last couple of years is how do we build relationships and how do we provide value? You know, as a tech company, um, you absolutely want to help the bottom line and, and help people and provide that value. But how do you serve them well in, in terms of relationships? So um, 85 years, you know, try and pace two to three years old. So definitely <laughs> something for us to learn there. Actually, there's a lot for us to learn from folks like Triumphit. You know, they, there may be pieces that we understand about our experiences, but you take it from a totally different lens and work to solve problems completely differently. And your the innovation that you bring makes our industry better. So I, I, uh, I really appreciate the talent that we get to work with in your organization as well. Awesome, well, thanks, Erin. Um, so to that end, you know, you talked about working with with different folks and different people in the industry, and you build some of your proprietary technology, but you also buy some. So how do you think about what to build versus buy? I, I think the the first piece is really understanding that um, we don't need to build everything here, and so there are certain things that we would consider secret sauce, um, really important to how we create differentiated value. Uh, those types of things we really keep with the talent within Schneider. Um, but there's a lot of areas that we wouldn't want to invest in to make a, uh, a superior product where folks like you can come into the industry and really look at what you're trying to accomplish in the um, carrier pay space and the visibility to payments and those types of things. And so we just stay very close to Who's out there? What are they doing? What kind of value do they have? And are they, are they really helping people we care about? Are they really helping solve business problems for carriers? Are they really helping solve business problems for shippers? And can they do it better than we could? And so we really look at that and try and be agnostic to the answer and go through the discovery process and determine does it, are we better off working with them or doing it ourselves? And, and oftentimes we find really bringing together um, leading providers that can help us complete out what we wanna do for our shippers and carriers is really the best way forward. Uh, the best ROI and really just easier to work with um, for our, our shippers and our carriers. So I think we're very purposeful around what we do ourselves and what we do with others. Uh, but I also believe that it's about uh, knowing the tools, technologies, and caliber of people. Because when you bring somebody into your ecosystem, you got to make sure that they are enhancing your brand. And that's a big part of what we go through in that evaluation process as well. Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, a mentor of mine gave me a book, I'm Good to Great. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but there's a point in there that it talks about, like, what can you be the best in the world at? and go and focus on that. And it sounds like Schneider's identified that and we can go and be the best broker in the world. And who else do we need to partner with to, to bring other tools and resources in to help us do that if we, if we can't or if we shouldn't do it ourselves because it takes away from our focus. 
Haley, when I came to Schneider, uh, Don Schneider uh, was the uh, president and CEO of, of Schneider. And the first book that he talked about and gave everyone was good to great. Uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that book. I, I'm constantly highlighting it, going back and, and rereading what I've read um, just to help me you know, focus because there's so many different things that you can do in a day, right? So trying to stay focused on, on what you need to do and, and what's going to help not only you drive yourself forward, but your company and everyone that you serve. Um, it's really easy to get distracted, especially today. Um, so a couple last questions. We've seen a lot of new technology enter the industry in the last couple of years. So what do you think are the three greatest challenges that freight brokerage in the 3PL industry will face over the next five to 10 years? You know, we are, I'm part of a transportation and logistics company, and I think the biggest challenge for the industry is having enough professional drivers in order to move all the product that needs to get to market and making sure that that is a great investment for an individual to determine to kind of leave their house and go and drive over the road. Um, and so everything that we can do to help drivers and carriers be really efficient in working with us, both from a respect of their time and really the compensation that they get for, for um, choosing this profession is absolutely critical. So that is the number one challenge is making sure that we get and keep professional drivers in and we keep them um, for a long time because the safety that you see with um, people who have that kind of level of experience under their belt. So I'd say the driver area is, is number one. The number two uh, would be that this is already a fragmented market. There are lots and lots of shippers and lots and lots of carriers, and I think it's just going to get more fragmented. Um, so as uh, you think about even just one truck trucking companies, we see the long tail of the market carriers that have between, let's say five or less trucks is 80 plus percent of the marketplace and it continues to grow. And so that means there's a lot of individual business owners that are trying to make this industry work for them. And it's our job to help them be wildly successful and very seamless in the way that we work with them. So that's a key item that we're focused on as well. And then even if you just think about what we have gone through in this pandemic, this whole area around sourcing, visibility, real-time optimization, planning and optimization of changes that happen in the network because it's that dynamic. That is also a um, key area that the brokers and 3PLs are going to need to be invested in because what we can guarantee is going to happen is things are going to change. And so how quickly you can respond and adapt is really important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely saw that in 2020. I mean, no one anticipated, obviously, this pandemic, but I think you saw a lot of innovation, a lot of people coming together to see, back to your previous point, how can we get all these goods and services, uh, how can we get all these goods across the country? And how do we take care of carriers who are doing that, right? I mean, everyone else, um, a lot of people could stay home and work from home, but they couldn't. So how do we continue to support them while they keep our country running? So, um, so on to that, um, what other lessons do you think that the industry learned coming out of the pandemic? You know, I think one of the big items is we, you know, one day we had offices that were filled with people and all kinds of excitement and the culture that we were driving and, and creating, and then everybody left <laughs> and they all left with their laptops and their, and their um, screens and all of those types of things. And what we discovered is that culture is not the building. Um, this lives in kind of the hearts and the connections that we have with our people. 
it doesn't matter where they work. It doesn't matter how they work. I think there, um, there was obviously a tremendous amount of hardship that happened through the pandemic, but it created some change that I think will have long-term benefit uh, in how people want to engage and how we can make it personal, depending on, it doesn't matter where they are in the world. And the amount of work that we won't have to get on a plane to go and do, because we can have a really strong discussion virtually, I think is great. And I think it opens up a lot of doors to where you can hire people um, and how they can work and how long they want to work. There's a, I think there's a lot of benefit in that side of the equation of what we learned about ourselves through the pandemic. Yeah, I would have to uh, definitely agree with that. Um, I think we saw, you know, with people going home, we also had the same concern about cultures. We have an amazing culture here in the office, and we love to be together. Um, but going home, you know, how can we continue to keep that culture? There's some things that we did. We had, like, trivia on Fridays on Zoom, which was fun just to try to keep people together. Um, but back to one of your previous comments, you know, if you, if you hire the right people, um, and they're passionate, and they're going to work hard wherever they are, and they're going to continue to stay engaged um, just because that's who they are. So that's what we, we learned as well. Um, so my last question for you is, what continues to excite, excite you and give you hope about the industry, and what do you love most about Schneider? Clearly, I love Schneider. I've been here 28 years, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I really do love the industry as well. I, I think what excites me, the tech is really exciting, and what we're able to do and automate and, and create tremendous benefit for our people and for the relationships that they're engaged in. But what I'm actually most excited about is the bench. So the people that we have hired, the people that will replace us, what their experiences are and how we've been building into them. So they'll lead the organization one day to great um, uh, strength and opportunity and um, an incredible benefit to the industry. So I think that investment in the future talent and what they're excited about, motivated about, and what they're going to be able to accomplish. I'm thrilled uh, that we have this bench and that we as an industry are invested in new people coming into the industry and giving them that broad understanding of how we create solutions to, again, enhance lives everywhere. And uh, that is, uh, that's a really exciting piece that we all get to build into and pour into. Well, that sounds great. It sounds like Schneider is already doing great things and on your way to doing even more great things. Um, thank you so much for your time, Erin. Thank you so much, Haley. I really appreciate it. Have a great day.